A couple of months ago, I created an episode on why Japan is a great destination for introverted travelers. And I shared my top five reasons why I think Japan is a perfect destination for introverts. If you haven't listened to this episode already, it's still available on the Japan Experts podcast feed. So you may want to check this out first. After releasing this episode, I've received a message from listeners and followers saying they are introverts too. Some of them said they agree that Japan is a great destination for introverts. And it was such a nice surprise that I was able to connect with a lot more fellow introverts than I had imagined. And I truly enjoyed the interaction with them. So I have decided to create another episode, which you are about to hear. Today, I'd like to talk about my thoughts and suggestions for fellow introverted travelers on how to best plan travel in Japan, just in case you're wondering if you are introvert. Can you relate to any of the following? Number one, you value your time alone. You also seek good interaction with others, often in a one-on-one setting. Number two, you usually consume too much energy in busy places and after too much socializing. Number three, you easily notice what's around you, ask good questions, and give some thoughts to things you care about. If you can relate to any of these statements, stick around, because by the end of this episode, you'll find out the six Japan travel tips specifically for you and other introverted travelers. You are listening to Japan Experts, the podcast that helps you make your trip to Japan a truly unique and immersive experience. I'm your host, Miyuki Seguchi. I moved overseas to study at age of 18. Since then, I've gained immersive travel experiences in a few dozen countries and realized Japan is a country I should be proud of. And so I learned all things about Japan and became a licensed guide. Now I'm here to help travelers like you to plan to prepare for a trip to Japan. Whether you are traveling solo or you don't speak Japanese, I've got you covered. All you need is a bit of courage to immerse yourself in Japan. I'll give you all the knowledge you need to plan your trip, travel confidently and interact with Japanese people so that you are totally excited and encouraged to make a trip to Japan. Okay, so here are the six Japan travel tips for you. Number one, don't be afraid to travel solo or spend some time alone. I've done lots of solo traveling, both in Japan and abroad. And I have met other solo travelers too. What I have found was that many of them are introverts. Traveling with someone is fun. It's always nice to share time, feelings, and meals with someone we love. And there are some places that you should go with others to enjoy yourself better. But solo traveling is also fun. In my opinion, you will have different experiences. For example, You'll appreciate small details in natural landscapes. You'll use your five senses better, and you'll have the time to reflect on things you'll see and experience during your trip. That's the beauty of solo traveling. Even when I travel with someone, I sometimes take some time away from my travel partner 
because you'll gain a new perspective and a whole different experience. I say this because Japan is very safe and a sole traveler friendly country. You don't have to have your guard up all the time. You can ask for help if you need one, and total strangers will be willing to help you. You can find a solo dining space easily and don't get a suspicious look when asking a table for one at restaurants. Number two, interact with locals and so you don't get lonely. Instead, you get inspired and encouraged. I don't know about you, but I've never felt lonely when I travel. In fact, most of the time I feel energized, encouraged, and enlightened. That's because I constantly speak to people and I get inspired and encouraged through these interactions. When I get lost, the first thing I do is to ask people instead of opening Google Maps on my mobile phone. When I'm at a restaurant, I always ask the staff what their recommendation is on their menu. When I'm visiting a new place, I always travel with a local guide to know the best in their local area and hear their stories. Because I value communicating with locals more than getting things done at each place. You can figure out the direction, choose what to order, and visit places by yourself. But isn't it more fun if you get to hear locals' recommendations and more? In most cases, you would find out the things you had never imagined. I feel that's the beauty of traveling and interacting with locals. Is what you can only experience when you are out and actually traveling. Number three, pay attention to natural landscapes in less crowded countryside and quiet rural areas. I'm highly sensitive to what's surrounding me, meaning that I'm highly aware of small changes in natural landscapes, but I'm less tolerant of busy places. For example, when I'm working, I can get a lot more done when I'm alone in my room than when I'm working in an office space where people are talking behind my desk. How I understand myself is that I can easily perceive signals that are both visible and non-visible, and so I get overwhelmed by processing all this and get tired after too much socializing and visiting busy places. I feel this unique characteristic is one of the great advantages of being an introvert, because we can pay close attention to what's around us, like small changes in natural landscapes. I take a walk almost every day, and what I truly enjoy is that I get to experience slight changes in scenery. I spotted beautiful Japanese camellia blooming the other day. Earlier in the winter. I found a tree with no leaves, but more than a dozen ripe persimmons, as if they were about to fall off from branches. The vivid pink for camellia flowers and orange for persimmons were so beautiful and really stood out. These are some of the natural landscapes you can experience this time of the year, and Japan is a perfect country to experience different types of natural landscapes in different seasons. Japanese people have traditionally used the 24 solar terms and have appreciated slight changes in each term. It means at least every fortnight we can experience some new developments in natural landscapes. 
I feel introverts have good eyes to notice these things. And less crowded countryside and quiet rural areas are great places to find a gem like this. And this leads to my next thought. Number four, arrange your visits during less busy times of the year and the day. What I always suggest for introverted travelers is to know what to expect before visiting places and be flexible and prepare for some other options. The high seasons for Japan are the time for cherry blossoms from the end of March through early April, as well as colored leaves that's the best from late October to November, although it depends on where to visit. During the high seasons, it's not surprising to wait for a couple of hours before getting inside of major tourist attractions. If you can, arrange your visit at different times of the year or adjust your visit by a week or two from the peak season so that you can avoid the huge crowds. And the best part? By doing it, you can also support sustainable tourism because it will help spread the demand throughout the year which will help secure stable profits for people working in the travel industry and sustain the lives of local people in these destinations. When visiting major tourist attractions, it's always best to visit early mornings if you can. That's how you can avoid huge crowds. Otherwise, be prepared for what to expect and plan your itinerary with some flexibility. Also, having some alternative choices in mind is another thing you can do so that you don't have to feel stressed too much about it even if things don't go well as planned. Number 5. Think deeper when visiting cultural heritage sites. I feel there are two things introverts would appreciate more than others would do. I already talked about natural landscapes in rural areas. And the other thing is cultural heritage sites. Introverts are deep thinkers, and we like to ask meaningful questions. Japan has a rich culture, and so almost everything you see and experience in Japan, if you ask deep questions, you'll find out some good contexts, which are often related to Japanese spirituality and philosophical teachings. These things are usually not obvious and hard to tell by just simply looking at them. Once you get to know these things, your experience will become truly enlightening. But like anything, you need to know the topic enough to ask good questions or think deeply. So this leads to my final thought. Number six, gain Japan travel knowledge. I cannot stress enough about the importance of pre-travel knowledge. If you can learn about the overall picture of Japanese history, cultural traditions, and regional characteristics, you'll find it much easier to determine where to visit, where to stay, how to get around, and when to visit, and you'll gain a much deeper and meaningful experience when traveling in Japan. And I'd also like to suggest learning some basic Japanese words and phrases, if you can, because this will help communicating with locals. And if you want to take the very first step in gaining good pre-Japan travel knowledge, I'd like to invite you to the free Japan Travel Masterclass for introverts. Make your Japan travel happen in 2023. In this free masterclass, I will be sharing the three things you want to know before deciding on where to visit. 
and also introduced eight recommended places to visit for introverted travelers. This masterclass will be only available for one week, starting from Monday, January 16th. So, if you are listening to this podcast episode before January 16th, and if you want to make your Japan travel happen this year, I highly encourage you to save your spot by visiting my website, miyukiseguchi.com forward slash masterclass. That's M-I-Y-U-K-I-S-E-G-U-C-H-I.com forward slash masterclass. You can find the link in the show notes too. So to recap, here are the six Japan travel tips for introverted travelers. Number one, don't be afraid to travel solo or spend some time alone. Number two, interact with locals and so you don't get lonely. Instead, you get inspired and encouraged. Number three, pay attention to natural landscapes in less crowded countryside and quiet rural areas. Number four, arrange your visits during less busy times of the year and the day. Number five, think deeper when visiting cultural heritage sites. Number six, gain good pre-Japan travel knowledge. That's it for today's episode. You are listening to the Japan Experts Podcast, hosted by Miyuki Seguchi. As always, if you have any comments or questions, Feel free to message me on Instagram at japan.experts. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to having you again soon.